I have with me Dr. Mark Shearwood, who is here with us at the Reawaken America tour. He is fascinating. You guys are going to really love what he has to say. Now, your speech was basically on the FBI, right? Actually, before that, can you tell us your background? So, currently, I'm a naturopathic doctor with nice. my wife, uh, Dr. Michelle. She's an osteopath, but we have the Functional Medical Institute out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, kind of a claim to fame on this. We treated all these COVID people and nobody died, which was oh, really cool. Oh, hallelujah. Congratulations. Yeah, it was awesome. Like 10,000 plus. So, it was amazing. We followed you a lot up here, too, because yeah. we really wanted to figure out how to, how to help ourselves and each other. Well, it's definitely something we can all do. But prior to that, um, I was in law enforcement for 24 years. 10 years of which was on the SWAT team. And, um, you know, I'm very familiar with the law enforcement processes. I've worked with uh, county, federal, state agencies many, many times. I have people that I continue to be in contact with at federal level. So, I mean, I do have a lot of experience in that. Great. So, you're, um, with all this stuff going on in Mar-a-Lago and the raids, going back to even J6 and, um, the, the the insurrection, we'll say. Um, there's a lot of distrust in the in the federal ABC agencies. Um, can you speak a little bit about your background with them and what we can do as a people? I don't know if there's anything to restore the trust that they can do, or if we just do we abolish everything altogether, just burn it to the ground, and then start rebuilding from there. Which that's my theory. I think. I'm well, I, I do think that, um, and I'll give you a compound answer to a short sure. question, but um, from the rank and file, whether it be local, state, or federal law enforcement personnel, they're heroes. They really are. Uh, it breaks my heart to see the distrust now. The distrust was started, um, in my opinion, back under the Obama administration when he sort of painted the narrative that all uh, police officers are racist. You right. know, and, and that's not true. Uh, and, you know, we don't go out there. I, I didn't ever went to go to work one day to try to go out there and kill somebody and hurt somebody. And that wasn't my job. Uh, my job is to protect and serve and honor people. Now, having said that, when we continue to appoint political figureheads into agency leadership positions, for example, when President Trump appointed Christopher Wray, um, and you get, he did that, right? So yeah, I'm not going did. to, you know, a leader has to accept responsibility. Right. Having said that, when I look at Christopher Ray's background, did he ever carry a gun or a badge or do anything like that? No. So is he qualified? In my opinion, absolutely not. I think when you start getting politicians put in leadership positions in organizations they have no experience in, that's been the um, catastrophic decay of the... Uh, agencies we have. With that said, from the local and state level, when you understand sovereignty the way we should, and this is a political kind of concept, the Tenth Amendment, the local sheriffs have the ultimate authority within that county. Yes. We can look at the national border crisis, but I'm going to paint a picture of a state and county border crisis. The sheriffs need to know the Constitution. Now, when I was running for governor of Oklahoma, I traveled around the state with the Constitution, and it was apparent to me that the majority of our leaders did not even know that, yes. including sheriffs. Yep. And it was pathetic. And so I spent my better part of a year trying to educate them on that, not to necessarily would have been nice to win an election, but it wasn't more 
It was more about just being obedient to the call of God in our lives, yes. you know, to, to say yes. Um, but if a sheriff gets it, okay, the three-letter agency that you referred to, they're not welcome in the county. They don't have authority there, and I know that, and people need to get that in their brains. Ideally, the sheriff could say, no, you're not welcome here. And right. we are in Kootenai County right now, and Kootenai County does have a very constitutional sheriff, Good. Bob Norris. He's great. Um, how do the other counties surrounding that maybe don't have a constitutional sheriff, what do you say to those counties when it feels hopeless right now? The people have to rise up. Ooh. You know, when you look at people rising up, I'm going to throw a, a term at people here that's, that they understand tyranny. We know so, that term very well yeah, here. Tyranny is when the people fear the government, law mm -hmm. enforcement, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but freedom is found when the government fears the people. And that's not to say the people are going to rebel and overthrow the government, although that terminology is utilized in our founding fathers' documents when the government gets too big. I encourage the people to step up within the individual counties of Idaho and bond together to community educate on the Constitution and put so much pressure on the sheriff that he has to defer to that because he swears to protect the Constitution. But how can you protect the Constitution if you don't know it? And if they don't know it, you've got to vote them out. You have to be strong and vote them out and create so much political pressure on them so that they won't become politicians, but they'll go back and become protectors of the Constitution. That's great. That's really great. Now, can anything be said about the police that are appointed? Um, do you think that it's possible to get constitutional police agencies, even if they are appointed? Can you ever trust them again? We have to, you know, because, like, even as we sit here at the reawaken tour, if God forbid somebody got the car broken into or got assaulted or robbed, who are you going to call? Yeah. Right? So we have to get it back. Um, I, I, I am appealing in my quarter-century experience for all law enforcement officers to live above and be above reproach and this means everybody listening right now if you're in law enforcement i'm challenging you right now to step up if you see something that's destroying the public's trust in you or your agency man i get it it's hard to snitch off a fellow officer but it's time to break that code right now because we're all suffering because of this it makes their job easier if the citizens trust and depend on them right because the citizens then part of my greatest experiences in law enforcement was when the citizens would help me out with information right i mean i did all kinds of assignments but when the community would tell me what was going on and we worked together that's how crime is solved and so we've got to get back to that it is it, it is so sad to me what we've got going on right now and i do think there's hope i mean my wife and i are not called hope leaders for nothing but um we want to keep some hope out there yeah i think that's great now, uh, speaking of hope, you guys have helped save over 9,000 patients with COVID. I'm sure that number has grown yeah, it's now. Yeah, So amazing. Yeah. Um, and we kind and you guys uh, started the, what is the Functional Medicine Institute? Functional Medical Institute. Yes, Medical Institute. That's so great. We actually were inspired. We, our community was inspired by what you guys have done. Um, a lot of the hospital workers were not allowed to work anymore due to the forced mask and the jab and all that good stuff. So they went out and they started their own healthcare clinic Bravo. called Heart of Hope Health. I love it. And it's great. And it's grown so much. And 
and really, even though COVID was a terrible time in American history or world history, it's brought so many people together. I actually am thankful that COVID happened because this tour, meeting you guys, would have never happened. Yeah, you know, we were talking about that just recently. Is, is if we look at things under Romans eight twenty eight, you know, all things work together for the good for those that yeah. are called by God according to His purpose. And this is one of those things yeah. that what the devil meant for evil, it turned out pretty darned awesome. Yeah. Because we're sitting here right now. You got heart of hope. You got this going on, and we've got. I mean, I like the term reawakening, but I I think it's almost awakening, and we've really got to embrace it right now because this is as dark as it seems i think it's the greatest opportunity we've ever had agree because when it gets dark man i mean you take a little bit of light and it blows out the darkness and so that's individual lives man and so i'm glad you know the people up here stepped up and decided to do it uh, god's way yes because we do it god's way it's always going to supersede man's way and it's always going to be contrary to man's concepts ideals and values right absolutely so where can people find more information about you, your work, uh, your institute? They can go to Sherwood.tv. Okay. Everything is there. I mean, the books, the movies, and all the stuff. But we're, we're just here to serve. I mean, we've got people we help around the, the country and world, and, but everybody's valuable, so we're just happy to help. Amen. Well, thank you so much for You're being welcome. here, and I hope that you enjoy North Idaho and that you – at least get to see some of the sites. I mean, you get to see some mountains at least before oh, you come yeah. out of here. We're staying in Spokane, so we, we got to drive yeah. intentionally, so it's good. <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome.